welcome to the Cork Church Podcast. We are so glad that you are joining us today. We hope this message inspires you, builds your faith, and encourages you in the things of the Lord. Enjoy the message. Amen. Amen. Good morning again. And for those of you who've braved it and had to step of faith, you're right. You're not to fear these things. You're to be pragmatic, but you're not to fear them. Amen. You have to get, you have to get on with living. Amen. Do I hear a good amen this morning? Uh, in Him we live and we move and we have our being. Don't be cavalier. Don't be walking through the building without a face mask. We don't want other people catching Omicron this morning. But at the same time, we are not going to be burrowed down. Amen. And uh, we're not going to stop living, especially for the Lord. This is the Lord's day. And I'm so delighted to be here with you, worshiping on the first Sunday of 2022. So I didn't get to say it on New Year's, New Year's Eve to you, but Happy New Year, everybody. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless your families. And may you be full of hope and love and blessing and uh, you know, that sense of security that God is for me. Amen. We heard it this morning from Romans chapter 8. Therefore, brethren, you know, if God be for us, who can be against us? Amen. So you're right, in, you could never be more perfectly placed in the will of God than be, being in church in His presence this morning. So I want to tell you right now, you're exactly where God wants you to be. Amen. You're exactly where God wants you to be. I was, uh, as we come into a, a new year, of course, I'm just asking Lord for sentiment. It's, it's a shorter service because of prudency. But I believe the Lord has put something in my heart, and I just hope you stay the journey with me as we have a look at some familiar scriptures in a moment, at the moment. You know, stress is one of the huge factors of our time. Let's be honest. Anxiety, stress, fear. Stress can cause a sense of doom. This is all from medical journals. Stress can bring panic attacks, depression, headaches, irritability, pounding heart, breathlessness, breathing problems. It can lower your libido, upset your stomach, extreme fatigue, increase your blood pressure, muscle aches and pains, heart disease, high blood pressure, diabetes, depression, anxiety. 77% of people experience stress. 33 have extreme stress. And of those, 73% end up with mental health problems. 48% of people with stress suffer from sleeping problems. It's a massive problem, isn't it? You know, it's a great scripture. Paul says in the book of Philippians, forgetting that which is behind and pressing on to what lies ahead. But you know, friends, there's not going to be much pressing on to a 2020-22 unless, of course, we learn the secret of how to deal with anxiety. Can I hear an amen this morning? We need to learn how to deal with anxieties, friends. We need to learn what God has for us. Either we sink into despair or we cast ourselves totally on the Lord. That's the option of 2022. Either sink into absolute despair, or cast all your cares upon the Lord. Amen. Knowing, as Paul says, the God of all comforts in 1 Corinthians, the God of all comforts comforts you. And, you know, we can choose to live in Christ's victory, or live in perpetual defeat and fear. It's a choice. It's a choice, friends. Don't think for one second that you're without choices here and I'm without choices here in what is definitely a peculiar time of life. 
when all of us succumb to it at different portions, we are human at the end of the day. We all succumb to stress. We all succumb to anxious thoughts and anxious patterns. But either we sink, friends, into greater despair, or we cast everything upon the Lord. Amen. And so if you hear nothing other than that this morning, you've heard the message. Because 2022 has to be a year where we cast all our cares upon Him. The apostle tells us that again. The apostle Peter says, cast all your cares upon Him. For He cares for you. Hallelujah. He cares for you. And Paul says, forget about what lies behind and pressing on. But friends, I want us to press on. And I know you want to press on. But you're not going to press on carrying your worries like an anchor tied to your ankle. Dragging yourself through into 2022 the way 2021 was for you. Full of fear, full of depression, full of panic attacks. Bringing, on our, bringing upon yourself physical conditions. Do you know people suffering from heart disease because of worry? Fear, arthritis, sickness. I read out a few of them, but it, it, it goes on. They reckon that most sicknesses, most cancers, and most sicknesses to hit the human body is because of anxiety and worry and cares. And so the Bible has a lot to talk about that. And actually, in fact, the Bible gives us some tremendous antidotes, and I want to talk about the antidotes to your anxieties just very briefly this morning to give us hope. Because I, I'll be honest with you, friends, you can face anything that this world throws at you in the strength of the Lord. You can face. The Bible says no temptation can seize you, none of this common demand, but God is faithful. He goes on to say he will prepare a way out so that you can bear up under it. Woe to the man who's on his own at that time. What are the men and women of this world that don't know the Savior? That face a 2022, and yet they've popped the corks. They've made the New Year's resolutions. They have sang the old anxiety songs. They've, they've danced around their kitchens because they couldn't get to their bars. And yet they face today, friends, the same as any other day, without having any real antidote to their life, without having any real sense of breakthrough. Actually, I've had someone sent me a funny picture this morning, and it was, a, it, was a, it was one of those cartoon clips where there's this dog after shredding a piece of paper, and uh, the owner looks at the dog and says, you're after shredding all my New Year's resolutions. Good doggy, good doggy. <laughs> Amazing, isn't it? We can make all these promises. I will never do it again. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that and do the other. And some are broken with minutes. Some are broken with hours. And eventually nearly all of them are broken. But the Bible talks about casting all your cares upon him. First Peter chapter 5 verse 7. For he careth for you. And it's an interesting word. The word cast first of all. The word cast is actually used. It's a, I won't even try to pronounce the Greek word for it. I'm not very good. I can barely pronounce my English words. Okay, But the Greek word means to, it means to throw upon. And it's, this word cast is used famously in another portion of Scripture. It's actually used when, when Jesus sent the disciples off to get the colt or the donkey that he was going to ride to go into Jerusalem. And they, they untied it and they brought it to him. And it says they cast their garments upon it. And, and, and so basically it's, it's used in the Scriptures to say, I want to take something off your shoulders and put it on mine. That's what God is saying to you this morning. You know, I want you not to be carrying these things. And just as they took off their, I want to be your beast of burden. Just as they took off their garments and put it on, I want you to take off your fears, friends. Amen. I, I, I want you to take them off you. And I want you to cast them upon the Lord. Throw them upon them. 
So it's not a very passive term. It's not a sort of incidental words to you and I. It's not a sense, a sense of like, you must do it very sheepishly in case you disturb the Lord because your anxieties are so big, you just want to slip it on him and he doesn't realize it. He wants you to cast him, to throw your anxieties upon him. This is what God is saying to you. This is the invitation for the Christian to cast the burdens on the Lord because he cares for you. Another scripture in Psalm 55 says, cast your burdens upon the Lord and he will sustain you. He will guide you. He will hold you. He will nourish you. He will make provision for you. Your cares is another Greek word in, in, uh, from 1 Peter. It means worries and problems and anxieties. And to bring those to the Lord and to cast them out upon him. Philippians 4 says, be anxious for nothing. But with everything, with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, make your request known to the Lord. And the peace that passes understanding, will, what, what will it do? It will guard your heart. The word guard means garrison your heart. Put a hedge of protection around you. Amen. And so I want to leave you very briefly with this thought going into this new year. I'm going to bring you to a very famous scripture that I believe Jesus gives us antidotes for our anxieties. And I've preached this before, but I saw another element this morning. So for those of you who say, oh, I think I heard Pastor Nick say this before. Yes, you did. And you'll hear it share it again because anxieties and fears and cares are universal. And the Bible has to speak to them. And maybe I'm speaking to some this morning that you're carrying yours into this house with you today. It, it be, it, it's, it's, it's too burdensome for you. It's too big for you. It's not his burden. You know, the burden, the word burden means something that's given to you. You can say, my portion of life is my burden. Dealing with family, family, ill health, financial problems. This is the burden that's given to me. What I want to say, that burden, God says, you're to cast off and give to him. But he says, I give you a different burden. And the word burden in the Hebrew means an allotment. Amen. And he says, my allotment is easy. And it's light. Amen. So it tells me there is a burden that God wants us to carry. But it's a burden that we can carry. It's a yoke that's easy and it's light. But everything else that's foisted upon us, friends, it's not easy and it's not light. And God knows our frame and he knows our makeup. And he knows the disappointments of employers, of relationships. He knows the disappointments of weak DNA and poor bodies. He, he's, he walked amongst us, friends. He, he saw the best and the worst of humanity. And he saw how vulnerable we are. This is what we have to grapple with as we embrace a new year. A year with all its vulnerabilities and all its variabilities. But a year that's full of possibilities and promises. And so God wants you to walk in victory. He wants I to walk in victory. This is as challenging to me this morning as I share this with you. As it may be even for you. It's as apt to me, I can promise you, without letting you into any secrets as it is for you. Your pastor is one of the biggest anxieties going because he worries over his flock and his family and his six grandchildren, amen. And everybody else in the whole world, from the bills to paying to God knows what. And yet that is not meant to be my burden. It is my concern. But we're going to look at that again in a moment. So I am not here today to tell you that I am one of these people that just like out of some sort of Monty Python movie, hit me with another anxiety, I can handle it. No, friends, 
all of us, all flesh is the same, all humans are the same. And yet there's a word that comes from the Lord to us. And I just want to read you this beautiful portion of the words of Jesus. Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 to 33, if you have your Bible. That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food or drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns for your heavenly Father feeds them. And aren't they far more valuable to him? Aren't you far more valued to him than they are? Can your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the fields, how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown in the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So do not worry about these things, what I eat, what I will drink, what will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your heavenly Father already knows your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything that you need. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's troubles are enough for today. And there's two things that I saw in this chapter, and I've emphasized one in the past. I think that Jesus is the most brilliant Doctor in every sense, doctor of the mind, psychologist, if, if you want to put it. You know, modern health experts have only discovered some of the things that the scriptures have been advocating a long, long time. Jesus is talking about worries, he's talking about fears, he's talking about anxieties. And he begins to tell people, you know, why don't you go for a walk and look at the lilies of the field. Look at, look at the trees of the fields. Look at nature around you. Look how great and how grand the sky is. Look how beautiful the sun is. Look how the rivers flow. Look how the grass is still growing. And what he's telling people basically here, if you want to read between the lines, get out from your house because sometimes your worries and your troubles can fill your house. It can fill your head. It can fill your bedroom. But get outside and begin to see how great the creation of God is. Amen. And so there's something here. There's something here for all of us. All of us need to take cognizance of our mental well-being and our anxieties. We need to get a little bit fitter. Amen. We need to go out and have a bit of a walk. We need to go out and embrace. So many of you are so stuck in the four walls of your house. Some of you young people are just in the small four walls of your bedroom watching your PlayStation and all your anxieties are filling your head. All your anxieties are filling your mind. All your anxieties are filling your world. And God has to get up and go for a walk and see that I, the God of heaven, is still in control. Amen. I'm still in control. I'm over it all. And it, again, mental health experts will tell you that people who go for a walk and go out into, the, into nature experience, and rightly so too, the na natural healings that that can bring into your life. But it's not, that's not just the full picture, friends. That's not the full picture. There's something else here in this scripture that we need to recall because if you're going to move on in 2022 free and being free and being more free from your anxieties and your worries and your cares. It's not just about your mental health. It's not just about diet and all that's important. It's not just about going, keeping fit and that's important. It's not just about going for a walk and seeing the greatness of God and creation. All oh, that's very, very healthy to emancipate you and lift you from your fears. But there's something that many people forget in this chapter. And many Christians do the same. Many Christians are, you know, 
Thankfully, are stopping this sort of a, you know, fat culture and getting fit again. A lot of Christians are taking up sport. A lot of Christians are looking after their body, which is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And that's good, friends, but that's not enough. Do I hear an amen? It's only part of the solution for you. And Jesus speaks here very clearly to the full solution. If you want to live in the 2022 with victory, with confidence, without fear and worry and anxiety all over you, then he says this, seek first the kingdom. So many Christians have, have airbrushed away. There's another side to mental well-being, friends, and if it's not there, the scales are off. All you do is become a fit person and you still have your anxieties. Take me away from the tennis court or take me away from the golf course or take me away from whatever, the PlayStation. All of a sudden, my worries come back in again because, friends, that you have to have a burden and the burden must be the Lord's burden. Amen. See, so you're not going to live a life without burdens. And so there is this, there's this healthy living, this is embracing of God's creation and seeing God in creation and being awed and enamored at the brilliance that God is still in control, friends. Though my world might be shaking around me, God is still in control. But there is another portion that we need to invest into our Christianity, and it's seeking the kingdom of God. That's his burden. Do you understand? There's a casting off of the other burden. There's a casting off of worry. There's a casting off, friends, and I'll give you some simple things that I do. Cast off your burden. Give your burden, give your problem to God. Father, I give you this burden in Jesus' name. Whatever it is. It could be your health, it could be your finances, it could be relationships. It could be your children, it could be your husband, it could be a loved one, friends, but it's a burden that's dragging you down, sinking you down. It could be a blinding debt problem that you're facing. You can't see a way out. And in the natural, there's no way out, friends. It's not that you deny it. I don't believe I have to pay my electric bill and then the lights go off. No, friends, but there is a laying down before God. It's a God, the Father in heaven, I give you this electricity bill. Amen. And I'm not going to worry about it anymore because I've done what I can do. But that's only half of it. Then there's a seeking the kingdom and his righteousness. Because a Christian without a burden is a Christian without a purpose. And when you have no purpose, friends, your anxieties just seep back in another, another way. And that's where many of us have fallen. Many of us say, oh, I give it to the Lord. But they haven't taken up the burden of the Lord. See, it's good to offload your burden and give it to the Lord. That's what you cast it upon him. Cast your burdens upon the Lord. He will sustain you. Amen. But seek first the kingdom. Seek his righteousness. And everything else gets added to you. That's the other side of a healthy Christian life. Amen. You can't go on into 2022 just saying, I'm casting my burdens on the Lord. But I'm not seeking him. I'm not seeking the kingdom. You know, I'm not seeking the righteous things of God. And seeking the kingdom, friends, is seeking the things that, that, that concern the king. That's the kingdom. Whatever concerns the king concerns me. And I want to tell you, friends, he's unconcerned about, uh, about health issues in the sense that it doesn't phase who he is. He's concerned about the soul issues. Amen. He's concerned to seek and to save that which is lost. And so as we begin to, as Christians, understand, I lay, I'm going to cast my burden off. And I pray in Jesus' name this morning that you start casting those things off. You start to name them out and cast them off. And say, Father God, I give you this in Jesus' name. 
And say it with faith. And believe and trust God. And don't take it back again. But fill the void of having a righteous burden by embracing the seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Don't be a Christian only in name only. Fix me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Do something for me, Jesus. But there's a whole life that we must live for him. And many try to run from that. Many have done that already. Listen, that's why you're in a state of worry. Because you're running from the burden of the Lord. Let me tell you, it was Jonah ran from the burden of the Lord. The burden of the Lord came to Jonah. And he ran from it, friends. And he ended up in the belly of a whale. Parched. Drowning. Darkness, fear, worry, anxiety. You read his cry from the belly of the great fish. And many of you are in the belly of a great fish because you're running from the burden of the Lord. Oh yeah, you want to go to the beach just like Jonah did. Go to Joppa. Let's head away from the burden of the Lord. Let's, let's, let's live in some island somewhere. That beach swallows you up. That life swallows you up. And then you are left with nothing in your life. So I want to encourage you. If you want to live a life of victory this year, if you want to live a life greater than what 2021 was, then it's casting your cares upon the Lord, giving it to the Lord, but saying, Lord, I'm taking up the burden of the gospel. Seeking first the kingdom and everything that concerns the king and his righteousness. And without that focus, Christian, without that balance in your life, your anxieties will flood you again. They'll come up out of the earth like some poltergeist and try to destroy you and terrify you in the night. But in the name, in the name of Jesus, I give you my burden. I was at my desk this morning and I was saying, oh God, I was naming up my burdens, loads and loads of them. And I said, God, I'm not taking this one back. I'm giving this to you. And I believe that you've heard me. And now, Lord, I'm recommitting myself to the burden of the Lord and your righteousness and your gospel. And I have a sense of purpose again. I want to tell you, friends, have my circumstances changed in the natural? No, but something's changing in me. Hallelujah. I'm embracing 2021. Why? Because I now know that the right pattern of life, I've always known it, but there's always revelation again, isn't there? The right pattern of life, friends, is giving it to God, not taking it back, and then having something else that is a portion to you to give you a sense of focus. Because if you don't have the burden of the Lord, and you have nothing else to do in your life, but just sit there in some sort of va vacuum of mind, casting your burden on the Lord and staying empty, I want to tell you, friends, your anxieties are going to flood back again. They're going to flood back like a flood. Oh, they're going to overwhelm you. But I'm telling you, when you cast your burdens on the Lord and then say, now, Lord, I'm seeking the kingdom. I'm seeking all that matters to the king and your righteousness. And then I want to tell you, friends, he says, all these things, he will give you everything that you need. And then, so don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about what Dr. Fauci might say in America what Dr. Houlihan might say in Dublin, what the United Nations, the World Health Organization, or any other president from that matter, friends, because we have given it to God. Amen. And we are not taking that back anymore. That's with God. Hallelujah. And we are seeking the kingdom. The life of a Christian must have one purpose. One purpose only. I delight to do thy will.
Oh God, I delight to do the, king, the king's business. And maybe you have lived your 2021 in survival mode. You've thrown everything you can at your worries and anxieties and they haven't, they haven't gotten any better. You've managed at times, you've distracted yourselves at times, you've read a little bit of your Bible, you've done a few things. But I want to tell you this, they'll come back at you if you don't take up the burden of the Lord because you need purpose. And the Christian without purpose is no different than the non-Christian without purpose. You face anxieties and strife and fears, sometimes even worse because you know better. Sometimes you're robbed of greater life than someone who's just in darkness, they know no better. And, and, and they're to be pitied and to be loved and cherished, but to be about the things of the kingdom is to seek and to save those one's friends and to bring them into a, a relationship with the Lord. So do a few things this, this new year. Give, name out the burdens and the worries and the cares. Name them out. Lord, whatever your care is, fear, anxieties, situations and said in Jesus name father I'm giving them to you and I'm not taking them back and God I'm taking on the burden of the cross the things of the kingdom and so I have a sense of purpose in my life and that burden you'll be given every grace to live and that burden will bring all its delights into your life and that burden will bring all the joys of heaven into your heart amen and you'll be surprised to see how God will supernaturally behind the scenes work miracles for you in the areas of your finances and health, health. And should he not come and heal you, the grace of God will be so powerful in it that you can say, well, God has delivered me through it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And should I have to go to a downsized house or a smaller apartment? Well, so be it. Because it hasn't altered my purpose. My, will, my purpose is to do the will of my Father in heaven. So let 2022 be a year for you and for me where we lay down and cast all our cares upon him. And that we take up the burden of seeking the kingdom and the king and the righteousness of the king. Knowing that he is no man's debtor. And as we have the right concentration. Actually, your sister is in this morning. She said, I took my break to be in church this morning. I don't know if I can stay for all the service. But I'm in for the most important part to her. I said, what's that? She said, to give to the Lord. I have my tithes and offerings. Now, I understand the heart completely. To her, it was greater to give than it is to receive. And I want to tell you, friends, when you start to give to God of your time, your life, your resources, when you begin to trust him, then you can believe that everything else will be added to you as well. Because this is a supernatural life. It's not a natural life. And your worries will only be lifted supernaturally, not by Dr. Freud and just going out for a walk. Because Freud said the same things. He copied Jesus. Go out for a walk as well. A psychologist said, go out for a walk. And it's very good. I would recommend that to anyone under pressure. But that's not the whole picture. The whole picture is go out for a walk. Be enamored with God's creation. Lift your spirit. But the whole picture is to seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And God was supernaturally and wonderfully undertake for your life and for my life. Because he's promised to do it. And he's been doing it for 2021 years, friends. Changing lives, upholding lives, and may he uphold your life and help you and your family. Would you stand with me this morning as we go to God in prayer on the first service of our 2022? And you know, before you make any movement to go, can you just do something for me? 
Because there's some here, <clears throat> I reckon everybody here is carrying level of stress and anxiety. I reckon you are, if truth be told. And if it is, I want you to close your eyes just for a moment. We're nearly finished. Close your eyes for a moment. And I want you to con consider what that stress is. What is that burden that you're carrying? What is that anxiety that you're carrying with you? Is it financial? Is it physical? Is it emotional? Is it another person? Is it all of the above? What I want you to do, if you have the heart to do it, to take God at his own word, to say, God, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, I'm giving you this. And say to him, I'm giving you this, and I'm not taking it back. I'm casting it, I'm throwing it upon your shoulders. It's too heavy for me. And Lord, equally with the other hand, I am latching on to the things of the kingdom. And Lord, 2022 is going to be a year that I'm serving you, myself. I'm going to serve you and your purposes because I know that you will meet all my needs. And friends, you live like this, the way Jesus has asked us and commanded us to live. Cast your cares upon him and seek his kingdom. 2022 will be your year. Regardless of what happens in this world, regardless of what happens to your employment, regardless of what happens with with Deltas, Omicrons, and Coronas. God is for you. And God, the Holy Spirit, will supernaturally, and I have to underpin that word with you, supernaturally uphold you. <coughs> Come on, let's pray. Lift your hands to the Lord. <coughs> Come on, lift your burdens up to him, symbolically. Lift those hands to God and say, Oh God, I am now giving you this. I'm giving you this, Jesus. And I don't even want to talk about it again. I am casting it upon your strong shoulders. <coughs> I'm casting it, Lord. I'm throwing them upon you. And I don't even want to mention these things again, Lord, because I can't fix them. I can't deal with them. I can't change them. And God, I know your burden is light, so I take your burden, Lord God, because you would empower me to lift this one, which is your kingdom. And I receive, Lord God, the charge from the pulpit this morning, Lord, that I'm to live 2022 for you. And God, I commit myself this morning to the things of the kingdom, Lord. And I believe that your peace that passes understanding will guard my heart and mind. So, Father, I pray for every man and woman that is calling upon you, that is casting burdens and embracing the burden of the Lord. I pray, God, there will be a sense that this is right. And there will be a sense of confidence in them, Lord God. I pray, Lord Jesus, they will know a sense of joy, Lord God. Lord God, the world around them may not change, but something in them will change. And, Lord, as the hymn, writer, as the hymn this morning says, Lord, Strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow. And so, God, we embrace her today. We thank you for it right now, Lord. Lord God, with all the burdens, we thank you, Lord, because we have met you at the point of our burden. We've cast it upon you, and we've embraced the burden of the Lord. And, God, we ask you now for strength to go forth as a true Christian man and woman, Lord, in the, and live out this Christianity the way you have always intended it to be lived, O oh God, not carrying any other burden but yours, O oh God. Jesus, we thank you. We thank you so much, Lord, for your creation, which tells us how beautiful and how wonderful you are, Lord. How powerful you are, how above it all you are, Lord Jesus. But Lord God, we thank you, Lord, that you give us now a sense of purpose, Lord, to go to this world, Lord God, and to minister your grace wherever we get opportunity, Lord. And just to be natural in how we live for you, Lord, in front of our children and in front of our spouses, God. That, Lord God, we are not going to be concerned with what the things that we're not meant to be concerned with, Lord. We are to be about our Father's business. I pray right now for this dear congregation, dear brothers and sisters here, Lord. I know many of them, Lord. I know many who suffer from anxieties, Lord, and fears and panic attacks, God. 
And God, I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, you give them such rest in Jesus' name. Such peace, oh God. Such bright hope for tomorrow, Lord. Lord, our hope is not built upon CNN. It's not built upon Fox News, Lord. Or the governments of this world. Our hope is built upon Christ, our rock. Our God, our Savior. Thank you so much, Lord. Hallelujah. Let's, hallelujah. Doesn't that not thrill your heart this morning? <laughs> Thank you for tuning in with us today. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Cork Church. Also, make sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you have any questions at all, you can email us info at corkchurch.com or just check out our website, www.corkchurch.com. Again, thank you for tuning in and see you next time. God bless.